We've made difficult decisions. And there are still more ahead of us. Two people aren't enough to save the galaxy. We need the toughest. Smartest. Deadliest allies. We need you. We need you to join us. And listen to Reignite. A certain point of view podcast about storytelling. Love. And Mass Effect. Join us every other Thursday as we fight for the fate of an entire galaxy. You can find us everywhere you get your podcasts. Or at certainpov.com slash reignite. We're counting on you. We should go. Welcome back, Siri Killers, to a new bonus series. Apparently, we're a review show now, but something amazing happened this morning that I had to share with you all. We talk about lost media a lot and things that could happen that almost didn't. Case and I talk about it a lot when it comes to Power Rangers and other things that like never quite happened. But last night, when this was being recorded on October 11th, the original director of the movie Eight Crazy Nights by Adam Sandler, whose name is Seth Kearsley, shared an animatic that he did for a project that was being picked up by Square Enix and Disney in 2003. And you're probably going, Maddie, no. And I'm sitting there going, yes, zero killers, yes. It is an 11 and a half minute animatic of the scrapped Kingdom Hearts animated series that was being produced by Disney and Square Enix. And it's been 20 years. And so Kearsley essentially said that he wanted to share the work that was done because he was so proud of it. And boy, yo, am I so happy that he did. We're not a Disney podcast anymore, but I am a gamer. I am a lifelong Disney fan um, until recently. And so if there's something that was always made for me, bitch, it was Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Now, because I'm a casual gamer, I've played through most of the first game. I've watched through all of the games. Um... But I love them. I love what they do. I just, I love everything about them. So as I was finishing up at the gym and saw that this was posted, I lost my mind. This is the second time in a month that we've gotten lost media reclaimed to the internet. Now, this was lost just because it had never been shared because I'm sure that the Square and Disney contracts were insane. We also just had the Sailor Moon live, the live action animated series that was going to be adapted for American television uh, was also, which was legitimately lost. We thought destroyed, lost to time for years, and it has been found. So, like, this is a crazy month for this kind of lost media. So we're going to go through. Of course, I'm going to put the link to this. It's on YouTube. I'm going to put the link to it um, as long as it is still up when this comes out, when uh, we release this episode. It's going to be on our social media. So let's jump in. I'm just going to kind of walk everyone through. If you don't know what Kingdom Hearts is or know the plots at this point, I need you to pause and go over to Wikipedia and read up on it. It is massive. It's expansive. But essentially, we're following this boy Sora and his friends Kairi and Riku, who are living on this little island together. And uh, these beings called the Heartless come rip their island apart and Sora's friends disappear. And so he... He's taken to this magical place called Traverse Town, and King Mickey, yes, Mickey Mouse, is 
trying to get Sora to help him fight the Heartless. And he's given the two friends, Donald and Goofy. Donald, uh, who is a sorcerer, magician, healer, and Goofy, who is a fighter. I know it sounds crazy. They're like Chip and Dale are engineers and builders. They get this thing called a gummy ship and they have to fly through the kind of galaxy of Kingdom Hearts and each kind of Disney property has its own planet that they're going to to kind of fight. So that is super loose, super easy uh, kind of way to go in. And of course, kind of everything Disney is there. As you go through each area, you get different, like, you know, when you're in... Um, the Little Mermaid area, Sora becomes a mermaid and and becomes a little lion for the Lion King area or, you know, becomes um, a monster in Monsters, Inc. and a toy during uh, Toy Story, all these different things. There's a pirate version. There is a um, Halloween Town version. So it's, it's a really cool design because it's by the people that did Final Fantasy. Um, so it's that kind of character design with all the Disney things. It's really, really fun. It's really, really cool. Um, I do not recommend playing it on Switch, but they did release um, kind of a remixed uh remastered version of it a few years ago for uh ps4 and 5 i believe and then xbox someone's gonna tell me i'm wrong but so let's jump in so it's a very rough animatic so the animatic is kind of this step between rough animation and storyboarding where you've taken the storyboards and you're kind of putting some movement to the animation they're really rough um but it is voiced it is scored and for a lot of this quite a few of the original voice actors from Kingdom Hearts. I mean, cause we're doing like Haley Joel Osment and like the iconic Disney voices behind all the characters um, voice their characters on the show as well. And so it kind of opens with Jiminy Cricket um, narrating over top, giving you kind of just the information that you needed about like, what is a hero? What does a hero look like? And then you go out to the little island and you see Sora and Kyrie and Riku and Sora and Riku are like doing hero training and things. And then the like sky opens up and this giant beast comes through and Heartless appear and his friends are ripped away. And then we see Sora wake up and it's just the gummy ship floating in space. And so we kind of get an idea of something has happened. We're now on the ship and you get Donald and um, Goofy there. And um, then Jiminy Cricket narrates some more and we see that Riku is, has been taken by the Heartless, uh, the queen of the Heartless. Um, which the uh, voiceover immediately, you can hear exactly who it is, and it is Maleficent, Queen of Darkness, um, the Dark Fairy. And so she, Riku thinks that she's going to help him find her, his friends. That's all they care about. They set it up that there is a magical lamp in Agrabah. Jafar is there because this is what happens in Kingdom Hearts. All the villains kind of come and help Maleficent because she is this like with a uh, character named Jan Sid, who is the sorcerer from Sorcerer's Apprentice um, in Xehanort, all these kind of crazy, it's really hard to explain and go into. Um, and so they're setting up that like Riku needs to go get this magical lamp from Agrabah. And then we see back on the gummy ship that Donald uh, and Goofy are seeing that there's heartless activity on Agrabah. So gets both parties to Agrabah. They're actually doing a really nice job in 11 minutes of like being really clear and concise in storytelling. Because he asked, the, the director also said that this wasn't necessarily where they were going to start, but he wanted to give a really good idea of like how the storytelling was going to work. And I think it works really, really well. So we end up on Agrabah. Um, so they do a really nice job of setting up the relationship between Donald and Goofy and Sora. Um, and it's 
Donald and Goofy, as we know them, it's great. It's lovely. We get to see them fight, get to see them use magic more than you probably get to see Donald use magic in the game because Donald is a useless healer and I will die on that hill. Um, and so then they're fighting. Uh, you know, they're, Sora's like, guys, be inconspicuous. And you just hear them going, Kyrie, Riku, where are you? Just shouting. Everyone's looking at them. And it looks like Agrabah from the Aladdin movie, which is really fucking cool. Um, and so... Then through like an alleyway, Sora sees Riku and Riku has his big like dark soulless sword that he's fighting other, uh, that he's fighting Heartless there. Um, and he sets it up that he needs to find the Cave of Wonders and they're going to be able to get Kyrie back. And so we end up at the Cave of Wonders and it's the whole shtick from the movie. And so Sora ends up being the diamond in the rough and the cave even goes, not who I was expecting, but... Um, is so it's uh yeah so they're there we see them being buddy buddy and they're like race you to the top when they see it and then they start playing the remix version of simple and clean and when i tell you i was cooking lunch and i dropped this spatula i lost my gay little mind it's very similar to in the dean israelite 2017 mighty morph or power rangers movie uh when they finally get the zords and then they're playing the original go go power rangers like it got my like life together uh and so they're running to the top and then riku grabs the 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 lamp and he just goes his eyes roll back in his head a beam of darkness comes down and he starts fighting Sora. and he's like i thought you wanted to get Kyrie back i thought would, would you just want to be the hero don't you Sora? you just can't let anybody else be the hero and Sora's whole thing is he's like i'm not a hero i just want my friends and so they did a really nice job of like, he's got to fight Riku a little. And then Riku's, a giant portal opens up and Riku's grabbed by this giant, like Jafar looking heartless. Um, and and Riku goes, God, Sora, Sora, when I hit it, I just, I felt cold. You have to believe me. You have to believe me. And gets pulled through. And, and so like Sora's got the lamp and they leave the lamp there. And, and Sora kind of claims his place as being a hero. Um, and Donald and Goofy say, you are the hero we need. It's fine. You are the hero. And then we see Riku back with Maleficent. And, and he, she's like, you have failed me. Um, and he goes, I'm sorry, my queen. And she's like, but we need him to believe you. Did he believe you? And Riku just kind of smiles devilishly and goes, I think he did. I think he did. And that's where it ended. There's some more, like, um, narration by Jiminy Cricket at the end. But, like, all in all, really clear and concise storytelling. They did a really nice job to just like capture a little bit of like what it feels like for gameplay, all these things. And so I think it it really was a nice job. It showed a lot. It is timestamped for September 30th, 2003. So it's been almost 20 years since this was made. I highly encourage everyone to go watch it. It's a really excellent example of like a step in the process of what it takes to get something to be made. So many fans on the internet feel so entitled. I'm guilty of this. The Chris Pratt Mario um, trailer came out and immediately said, let's bully them until we get a new voice actor because the rest of the movie looks great. I'm going to die for Jack Black as, as Bowser. I will die for Daddy Bowser. But this is really cool to see kind of a step in the process of how these things are made and why sometimes even though we really want these things, they don't end up getting made. So altogether, I think it's a really, really great thing. The animatic was really rough. Um, but again, it's supposed to be rough. So like, 
I think just for for all things considered, I think I'm gonna give it a four and a half out of five. It is so close to being perfect and just kind of a perfect pitch. I, I really think Disney is kicking themselves. They should be kicking themselves. I know the, the fans always want a movie. They always want uh, a series. I think for me, I'd never want a live action. I don't want CGI Disney characters. If they're going to do it, I want it animated. And this looked so good. This was so great. Like, bring him back. Clearly, he cared about the project and things. So I encourage everyone out there to go and watch this. It'll be on our social media. And I really hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, and until next time, when we will be going behind the lost files of the, the live-action animated hybrid American Sailor Moon uh, pilot. I'll see you next time for another deep dive into the files of Saturday Morning Confidential. Saturday Morning Confidential is brought to you by Dreamer Productions and is a proud member of the Certain POV Podcast Network. You can find us on Facebook at Saturday Morning Confidential, on Instagram at SMC Pod, and on Twitter at The SMC Podcast. You can find all the shows that Certain POV has to offer at CertainPOV.com or also on Patreon at Dreamer Productions, where your donation of only $2 a month keeps constant programming coming in and supporting our new shows as we go throughout 2022. Now join us again next time for another deep dive into the files of Saturday Morning Confidential. CPOV. CertainPOV.com.